Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast channel. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you for joining me. If you've been here before, welcome back. If this is your first time joining, welcome. You're in for a really great treat. So, I've been thinking about this episode for a while, and I'm, I'm just... In my mind, I was thinking, what message can you share about self-love that can really, really help, really, really help people? And here's what I came up with. So currently, right now, I am in Canada. I was, I went to Rochester, New York a couple of days ago, and I was doing a lot of self-care. So I was taking care of myself. I went to the spa. I was dining well and just anything that made me feel good. Um, anything, not just anything <laughs> within reason, but things that I enjoy. So I was thinking about things I enjoy and then I was doing those things. So I, I pampered myself at the spa. I took walks. I took long walks. Um, and I, I talked to people. I had very meaningful conversations with several strangers and it was just I was having such a nice experience something spoke to me within my spirit and it said you're in Rochester you're so close to Niagara Falls why don't you you'd like to see that that's one of that was actually that I'm gonna say it was because I've seen it now that was one of my bucket list items and so I booked a, a first a, a first class a business class seat on the train and I crossed the border into Canada because I was told this is the pretty side of Niagara Falls and booked a suite right on right overlooking the falls with the beautiful fall view. As a matter of fact, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm looking out the window at the Niagara Falls right now, and I can hear it. Matter of fact, it woke me up. I can hear it so well. It woke me up out of my sleep, and I got up, and I walked down there, and I just was enjoying the the beauty and the majesty of God's creation. And then I came back. And something said, it's time for you to create. And so I started recording this podcast. So I shared all of that with you because what I want to talk about is really taking the time to know what it is that you like, what you enjoy doing, what makes your heart and your soul sing, and then taking the time to actually do those things. When I got, when I arrived in Canada yesterday, the first thing I did, <laughs> this is funny. The first thing that I did is I tried to get a lift. I knew where I was going to stay. I knew which hotel I was going to stay in, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. And so I tried to get a lift and there was a line of cabs right outside of the, the railway train station. But I didn't want to take a cab because I'm a lift rider. But apparently you can't get a lift <laughs> in Ontario. I don't know why I couldn't get a lift 
And when I realized I could not get a lift, every single cab was gone. So all the cabs were gone in a, in a split second. When the train left, when the train left to go to Toronto, I was still sitting in the lounge area. So when all the people boarded the train in the lounge area, all the cabs left, and I was the only person still sitting in there, and I couldn't get a lift. So I took my luggage, and I mapped the location to my hotel, and it was about 23 minutes walking. I believe it was about five minutes driving, but 23 minutes walking. And I walked with this big suitcase. <laughs> I walked to my hotel and as I walked on the street, on the sidewalk rather, I, I was embracing the, the beautiful homes that I saw. There were um, the, the street that I was walking down, I think it was River Parkway. I think that was the name of it. But there were a lot of bed and breakfast and I love staying at nice bed and breakfast places. I was just, I was taking pictures. I was like, oh, if I come back here, I'll stay there. <clears throat> and I even for one moment, I need a little water. Even for one moment, I thought this might be a nice place to come and stay for a while, you know? And so I was just walking and I had a moment of I'm going to call it bliss as I, I were walking to my hotel. So I wasn't frustrated that, oh man, I can't get a lift. I got to walk. I was actually really happy. And the closer I got to the hotel, I could soon see Niagara Falls and I could also hear it. And I was just very, very grateful that I was here. Now, one of my friends sent me a text message and she said, go somewhere and sit down. Because she was saying that because I went to Rochester and then I was kind of roaming, you know, going different places and going to the spa. And then I got this great idea to jump on the train and come to Canada to experience Niagara Falls. So one of my friends said, go somewhere and sit down. And I when I saw her text, I said, I did go somewhere and sit down. And where I was sitting at, I took a picture of it. I was sitting in a restaurant overlooking Niagara Falls, having a glass of Prosecco, enjoying the view, enjoying the sunset. I said, I did go somewhere and sit down. And I said, here's where I'm sitting. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to her. Friends, let me tell you something. Don't let people... And I'm not saying this because this is one of my spiritual mentors. And I know why she said what she said. But I want to say this. Don't let other people dictate to you what you should do with your life. Don't let other people dictate to you what makes you happy. Don't allow other people to tell you what you should be doing or what you should not be doing. Now, the Bible says a wise man receives correction. So if you are doing the most, yes, and you have friends, because friends will tell you the truth. If you have friends and they say, hey, look, whatever, whatever, you can you can take it with a grain of salt. And you can say, OK, this person is telling me this. 
because of whatever reason and I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll listen to it. Or you can look at it a different way. And like the, the person that told me to go somewhere and sit down, she would like to be here. <laughs> so she wasn't telling me to go somewhere and sit down because I was doing too much. She was telling me to go somewhere and sit down because I was doing something that she would like to do because she and I talk about this not not necessarily coming here, but she and I talk about traveling together. And I have traveled with her numerous times before, but she's really, really busy right now. And she doesn't really take care of herself the way that she should or that I think she should or that she thinks she should. Because she talks about being exhausted. She talks about being stressed. She talks about being overwhelmed. She talks about not stopping. But she told me to go somewhere and sit down. Because I was doing what I enjoy doing. I was doing what was making me happy. So so I said all of that to say this. You may have people, and I'm not knocking my friend, because she's a great mentor. She's a great sister. She's a, she's a wonderful woman. But you have to be careful who's speaking in your ear and what they're speaking to you. You have to put your needs first in your life. And not let other people put their needs before your needs in your life. One of the things that I learned recently, and when I say recently, I'm speaking from a couple of years ago, but God keeps con continuing to confirm it for me, is I'm going to pause right there and take a quick break. I need a drink of water. Please don't go anywhere. I'll, I'll just put a pin in it. I'll be right back. Thank you for staying with me and not going anywhere. The thing that God keeps confirming for me is to take care of myself first. Take care of myself first. Now, I'm the type of person, if you know me personally, I'm the type of person that puts other people, their needs before mine. I can run down a list Matter of fact, I'll share a story with you, but I can run down a list of how I put other people needs before my own. And then it it ended up being a gotcha. <laughs> and then I was like, darn, you know, and then, you know, and, and then on the other side of it. I just keep hearing, you need to take care of yourself first. And I've even had doctors to tell me. Put your mask on first before you try to put somebody else's mask on. Like if you're on the airplane, they tell you to put your mask on first. Because if you can't breathe, you can't help the next person. I've had my doctors to tell me that. Sharon. Sharon D. Meadows. Put your mask on first. Take care of yourself first. And when you properly take care of yourself first, then you have the ability to take care of others. So that has been a challenge for me. So right now I'm walking in a, a season of putting myself first. So I want to share this with you just to give you an example of what I mean about putting other people first before myself. Some years ago, I left the church that I was attending and it was something 
happen, you know, petty stuff. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm leaving. So I left that church and then I went to another church. The, the, the other church that I went to, the pastor at that church that just launched that church, he was a senior pastor at the previous church, if that makes sense. So we were all at one mega church together. And then one of the senior pastors decided to step down and launch his own church. And then I left the mega church and I went with him, followed behind him to his new church. Okay. Um, the reason I was loyal to him is because he has been there for me at some very pivotal times in my life. Um, like when I got married, um, baby christenings, um, tragedies. He's, he's always been there as a, a mentor and as a confidant. So I have some loyalty to, to him. Well, when I came there, he said, you're a certified John C. Maxwell, uh, leadership coach. You can help me. And he and I had a conversation about, um, how I could serve at the church. And so I began serving at the church in multiple capacities. Um, now at the same time that this was happening, I had walked away from my corporate career of nearly two decades, woke up one morning, said to hell with this, <laughs> I'm out, peace out, and I'm going to do my own thing. So that was, that was where I was. This was several years ago. So I am in a position where I'm trying to launch myself as an entrepreneur, and I'm also working with the pastor um, because he's, even though it's a church, it's still a business. So he's building his business, and I'm serving in multiple capacities at the church, and then I'm trying to, you know, do my, get, get my thing going. Well, one morning, I'm having a conversation with the pastor, and... He said to me, Sharon, you are afraid of success. And I said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. Pastor Mana, I chase success. He said, no, you don't. He said, I watch you. He said, Sharon, you will make He said, you will invest in other people and you will make everyone around you successful, but you won't do it for yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I started crying just like I'm becoming emotional right now. Truth hurts. Truth hurts. I'm just being vulnerable right now. Truth hurts. And I started crying and Pastor Minor said, Sharon, why are you crying? I said, Pastor Minor, because I'm working on Denise's business plan instead of my own. <laughs> and he said, put it away. Put it away right now. Don't work on anybody else's stuff. Work on your own stuff. <laughs> and then the next day, Pastor Minor had me out in the street. Going from this business to that business to this business to that business, functioning as the PR person for the church. Here I go again. 
Here I go again. After the conversation, he told me to put Denise's business plan down. And then the next day, he said, dress up pretty, go out, gave me the script to speak. And I checked in with him every lo- every business that I went to. And, then, and we would assess how well did it go. And did you get the contact information? And this, this is, I was still doing it again. So, and I'm not airing any dirty laundry because Pastor Minor and I have a lot of respect for him. And I, I, we're, we're still friends and, you know, but at some point <laughs> during the building of, of the church, um, very early on, I, I just had a conversation with him and I said, you know what, Pastor Minor, I'm going to allow you to focus on your business which is the church, which is God's business, and I'm going to focus on my business. Because there was a leadership issue at that church. There was a leadership issue, and it wasn't the pastor. It was not the pastor. And what he wanted me to do was to help him train the quote-unquote leaders in the church. And what I realized very quickly is that when you put people in a leadership position, and you don't train them for it, and they've never been in a leadership position before. There's often a lot of insecurity, and it can be a lot of drama. And Sharon D. Meadows didn't have time for that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I what I actually said to him is, <clears throat> I said, I left corporate America on a six-figure salary because I refused to be micromanaged. I'm not coming into church and be micromanaged while I'm doing volunteer work. And it wasn't him. It was, quote unquote, a leadership issue in the church. So I shared that story just to paint a picture for how just to let you know a little bit more about me, be a little bit vulnerable with you. Wasn't expecting to cry, but apparently that struck an emotional something inside of me because just when Pastor Minor said it, I cried. And then when I thought about it, I cried again today. So. I just want to press upon you how important it is that we all learn the significance of putting yourself first. And that's not about being selfish. That's not about being selfish. Or maybe you can say it is. I don't know. Someone told me um, several years ago, a, a, a friend of mine that I grew up with, he said, you're at the age where you need to start being selfish. And I was like, I'm not a selfish person. He said, well, call it what you want to, but you need to learn how to put yourself first. So this message has been coming to me multiple ways from multiple people. And I finally got it. Finally got it. I'm learning how to put myself first. And not that I don't help people, but I help myself first. If I do for myself what I do for other people, I could actually build myself up more to help more people, if that makes sense. I am going to pause right there to allow you to process this message. And if it resonates with you, then please, please, please share it with a friend. Someone needs to hear this. I needed to hear it. Someone told me and shared it with me. Now I'm 
sharing it with you. And I'm asking you as my friend to share it with your friends. I am your friend, Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you for taking time out with me for a little self-love talk on the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I'll see you the next time. Have a great one.